From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Today is for Christmas music, both sacred and secular, with a few solos, a couple of duets, and it comes to us straight from Branson, Missouri, where Christmas and Christmas music are a big deal. Also a big deal is renowned tenor George Dyer. He's been a guest on Highway 89 once before. This time he brought the whole show from Branson because every George Dyer show includes his very musical wife, Clarice, and the kids, now getting pretty grown up themselves, are daughters Kendra and Cassidy and son Mitchell. We'll get to meet and hear from all of them today on Highway 89's George Dyer Family Christmas from Branson. The talented Larry G is at the piano just itching to play some Christmas music, so we'll start the party with George Dyer singing Believe. Just believe. 
George Dyer singing Believe live on Highway 89 from our broadcasting studio. George, I'm thinking of the Polar Express. The bell is ringing, I believe. Yeah, and I hope that that's what that does. Of course, that's what it's from. But uh, and that's what we love about Christmas time, right? Believing in, in things that we can't see. You know, kids believing in Santa Claus. We adults believing in being a little bit nicer to other people and thinking more of other people this time of year. And so that's why I love that song. And that's what we start our Christmas show off with. Well, Merry Christmas to you and all of the family. We're glad you brought the whole crew out to Utah. We know yes. you're busy performing all mm -hmm. over. People can find your performances online on the George Dyer Show Facebook page or George Dyer Facebook page. Correct. And georgedyer.com. Yes. But we are glad you made time for us and for our listeners all around the world on BYU Radio. Thank you, Steve. We are thrilled to be here. So six years you've been performing at the Dutton Family Theater in Branson, but I understand you're moving. We are uh, starting on March 22nd. We open up across the street, not too far. Clear across <laughs> Clear the across the street uh, at the Mickey Gilly Theater. Mm. Mickey Gilly has uh, retired from performing in Branson, still touring. Uh, and so that opened up a, a place for me to come over and perform in that theater, which we are thrilled to be there. Very nice. Well, your show includes power ballads, Broadway hits, love songs, of course, yes. favorite oldies, mm -hmm. and some gospel. And of course, in December, Christmas songs. Christmas really is a big deal in Branson. It is. It's so big. We start uh, the very first day of November singing Christmas music. So and before the, Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, we just jump right over it, get right <laughs> You're to just like the stores. We are. And I, <laughs> matter of fact, I tell people we love it so much in Branson, we try to beat Walmart to Christmas. <laughs> but we never do. <laughs> but it, it, surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, but you do have people coming specifically to see Christmas shows. It's And maybe it's the people who've already come and seen your regular show and just love the voices. Many of them have, but but that's the biggest season in Branson is mm. the Christmas season, November through about the middle of December. Very nice. Yeah. Well, you've sung so many places as a lead in various operas. You've been a guest soloist with mm -hmm. the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, lots of other roles and productions, actually too many to list on the page. But at some point you started thinking about including the whole family in the stage show. Right. Uh, as I, before we even moved to Branson here, uh, as I did shows around in Utah when we were living in Kaysville, um, I started bringing, and I'd have Kendra do a number with me, and Cassidy, and they were, you know, especially Cassidy, very young. And, uh, and they had talent, and I knew that they had talent. And so moving to Branson just really gave them an opportunity to really take part, because before that it was, it was just me, you know, doing my opera gigs or wherever uh -huh. I would be performing. But when I went to Branson, I wanted to make it more of a family-type uh, show, and it evolved into that. It didn't start that. It was just me and Kendra, um, and uh, then it just slowly evolved once the rest of the family moved back after the school year ended. And, and they just, I'm telling you what, they have blossomed. They are great. And people are asking me all the time, you need to put more of that family in. <laughs> so I do, and I'm glad. Well, we'll hear some. First, I just have to, one final question, which is at Christmas time, I heard you have a very a role that you always play at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it in a few years, but uh, maybe we'll, we'll uh, uh, dust it off and do it. Yeah, when the kids uh, were little, uh, we would reenact the, the, the scene, you know, the birth of Christ with mm -hmm. Mary and the baby and, and uh, uh Kendra would play Mary, and she'd either have a baby, or if we had a baby, you know, a newer one, she, she would hold them. Mitchell was uh, Joseph, and I played the donkey. 
And this was, a, I understand, a recurring role. A recurring role. I was fantastic. They wouldn't let me change because I was so good at it. It was probably the one everyone could ride. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. George Dyer with a little Christmas tradition there. I like hearing a little glimpse into the Dyer family Christmas. We're going to hear George and his wife, Clarice Dyer, now on a song just right for some Christmas cuddling by the fire. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands, oh, they're just like My mother will start to worry. My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. Beautiful, please don't well, hurry. Maybe just a second or more. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might but maybe think. it's bad out there. Say what's in no this dream? No cats to be had out there. I wish I your eyes are like starlight to break now. This spell. I'll take your hat. Oh, your hair looks so I ought to say no, 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 Mind sir. Mind if I'm moving At closer. least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't oh, stay. Oh, baby, don't hold out. Ah, but it's cold outside. I simply must but baby, go. baby, it's cold outside. The answer but is baby, no. baby, it's cold outside. You're welcome, has How lucky been that you dropped so nice in. and warm. Look out the window at the storm. My sister will be suspicious. Your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the Waves door. Waves upon a tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is Gee, vicious. your lips are delicious. Well, maybe just a second or Never more. Never such a blizzard before. I gotta get But home. baby, you'd freeze out there. Say, lend me your It's clothes. up to your knees out there. You've really been grand, when you touch but my hand. don't you see? How can you do this thing to me? I say no, 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 Think sir. Think my life bumps At least there will be plenty implied. If you caught pneumonia and die, really can't get stay. over that old out. Ah, but it's cold. Baby, it's, it's cold, cold outside. Baby, It's Cold Outside, performed live on Highway 89 by husband and wife George and Clarice Dyer. Cassidy Dyer. Cassidy, thank you for coming and singing for us today. You're welcome. You are the very youngest I am the, the baby family. of So the fill family. us in on the kids and their names and all that. Okay, so Kendra, she's the oldest, mm -hmm. still single. <laughs> but it's Kendra and Mitchell and then Garrett, who's on his mission, and then it's me. The baby. Very so, nice. Yes. So you've been performing for years, and I know you're used to the routine, but how growing up did this fit being in a show with just the normal stuff of homework and maybe soccer or all that stuff? Well, it was perfect how it all happened because I was a musical nerd, and so <laughs> I always had like time to do music, and if I had to miss something musical at school, they understood, because it's Branson, it's like, the, yeah, go to your show, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it all fit in perfectly, and I was just always was doing musical stuff, so it was just perfect how it all fit. Nice. So. Well, it sounds like service is a big part of your family tradition, uh, your 
Brother Garrett is coming back very soon from an LDS mm-hmm. mission. Yes. And I understand you're about to turn 19 pretty soon yes. and put in papers. Mm-hmm. Are, are you looking at the map thinking, please, let it be Vladivostok? <laughs> or, or is there some place? Well, honestly, I, I don't care. Everyone's like, of course you care. But I mean, I'm, I'm willing to go wherever I want to go. But my family, they all speak Spanish. So I, I want to join the club someday and okay. speak Spanish. There's probably a Moscow Spanish-speaking mission somewhere yeah. for, for the embassy. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Christmas shows really are part of your family tradition. Mm-hmm. And so is there some part of that that you... Well, here's what I wonder. You're about to sing one of the most popular Christmas songs right now. Yes. And in fact... I think it's even more popular and getting more play now than when it first came out. Definitely, definitely. So when you're singing it, do people, I mean, do they do they just forget where they are and sing along with you? Or I know I do, and we're like, this is such an oldie, but it's so good. But yeah, just always, I mean, it's not an oldie, but it's, it's been out a few years. It has <laughs> well, let's go ahead. We're going to hear Cassidy Dyer, and she's going to sing uh, a song that I know you will all recognize because I am hearing it all over the radio this year. It's called All I Want for Christmas is You. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I don't care about the presents there under the Christmas tree. I don't need to hang my stocking there upon the fireplace. Santa Claus will make me happy with the toy on Christmas Day. Cause I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Oh baby, all I want for Christmas is you. Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. I just want to see my baby there under the mistletoe. I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't even stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. Cause I just want you here tonight. Holding on to me so tight. What more can I do? Oh, baby, all I want for Christmas is you. You, baby, oh, all the lights are shining so brightly everywhere. And the sound of children's laughter fills the air. And everyone is singing. I hear those sleigh bells ringing. this Christmas. This is all I'm asking for. I just want to see my baby standing right outside my door. Cause I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Oh baby, all I want for Christmas is you. Oh! 
for Christmas is You, sung by Cassidy Dyer. And if you felt a little extra Christmas spirit in that song, that's because she's wearing silver sequined Christmas slippers that would make, yes, Dorothy jealous. <laughs> Mitchell Dyer, thanks for coming and singing for us today. It's good to be here. Besides performing with your family in Branson, you've also formed a band called Kodiak Brigade. Now, what kind of music do you play with the band? We are a folk rock band, very much similar to artists such as the Illumineers or of Monsters and Men. Even some people say we sound somewhat like Mumford and Sons. Nice. So you can hear Mitchell and his band Kodiak Brigade online at KodiakBrigade.com. And it looks like the dire name may live on. Congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Getting married in February here in Salt Lake City. So the big question is, did your fiancé have to audition for the family? Oh, she, she plays piano and sings beautifully. She didn't do any of those. Oof. Might have been a deal breaker. <laughs> okay, so it was sort of an audition. Sort of. Not really, but... Tell me about uh, a Christmas memory of yours that really stands out. So the one that always stands out when people ask me this question, for some reason, was many years ago back in Centerville, Utah. We were doing a secret Santa for someone. I remember we had the big bag. I think it had like a Santa picture on it with all these presents. We left at the front door, rang the doorbell, and we ran away. It was such a, like a high just because it's just like, oh, we feel like we're doing something like not good because, you know, it's like kind of that doorbell ditching, but you're doing good things. But I just vaguely remember, I don't know why this sticks out. We were running and through the, all the trees, you vaguely see the target sign. And, <laughs> and it's always stuck, always target sign, secret Santa. It just connects somehow. <laughs> so that, that's really the memory that just has always stuck with me for years. And I think... It's a disadvantage if you live in a place like Utah because you ring the doorbell and then you start to run and you realize oh, there's snow, there's ice, I'm sinking, I'm sliding. <laughs> oh no, they're going to catch. <laughs> How old were you when that happened? Do you oh, remember? I was, I, I, phew, like ten, somewhere around that. Well, that's age. cool that it stuck with you doing something fun like that for, for another family. That oh, was great. Well, we're going to hear another song. In fact, this is going to be a duet. If you want to go grab your guitar, Mitchell's going to play the guitar, and Kendra Dyer is, she is plugging in her, her ukulele, amping it up. <laughs> we're going to hear a duet of What Are You Doing New Year's Eve? Maybe it's much too early in the game Ah, oh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same What are you doing New Year's? gonna be the one to hold you tight when it's exactly 12 o'clock at night welcoming in the new year new year's eve 
What are you doing New Year's Eve? Performed live on Highway 89, sung by Kendra Dyer and Mitchell Dyer, accompanying themselves on guitar and ukulele. Kendra, I'm glad to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, too. Now, you currently are at school at Missouri State University working on a degree in vocal performance. Yep, that's right. So I have to ask, is it weird for you or for your professors to be studying something that you already do professionally? Well, it's kind of weird, but it's also a very different aspect of performing in music because it's really classical music and so it's a totally different kind of singing and style of music but I also have an advantage especially when it comes to performing for like juries and studio in front of people I do have an advantage because you've I'm been used there to before that. totally well so when did you first start thinking well that I might try this classical direction <laughs> I actually always tried to stay away from it because I wanted to be different. You know, my dad's been an opera singer. I grew up with my dad as an opera singer, but but it's just kind of where I've been led to, and I actually fought it for a while, but it felt right, and I'm, it still feels right. It's a really good direction to be going good. in. So, so you're ready to put on the horned helmet and pick up the shield? And... <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. So I also heard that you might be applying to BYU fall semester. Yeah, yeah. Vocal I've been performance as well. Mm -hmm. So we have, before you leave, I know you don't want it before all the singing happens, we have a bag of BYU truffles to give you to just, you know, so you can <laughs> just, you know, you can spread them out or eat them all in one day. Yep, they're while, mine. While you're waiting to I'm hear eating back. them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just kidding. I'll so kids, kids always learn from their parents, both the good and the bad. So... What have you learned from uh, watching, because you're the oldest of the kids, so you've had mm -hmm. just a couple of years more, to watch your dad performing and your mom performing. What have you right. learned from them? Well, yeah, I did have a very interesting childhood because my dad's profession was performing. And mm -hmm. it's not weird in Branson, but growing, growing up here in Utah, it was weird <laughs> in a good way, though. And it was just so, I mean, I always took it for granted. I never appreciated it for what how great he is as a performer really until I started studying this kind of music that he does and I have had so much fun getting into that world and just seeing like even some small things like technique but especially the way that he moves and how that is what people connect with because you can sing right notes all day long that doesn't move people it's the way that you connect with the song and the way that you get into it you know you know, that's really true. Uh, that applies to piano players, violinists, singers. Right. Some people have that little, some kind of physical energy that draws you in and connects you. Right. So do you remember what you first sang the first time? It was like, I'd like to bring my little daughter Kendra out to sing. <laughs> do, you, what, do you remember? No, I don't remember it, but I remember <laughs> recording. I sang, I'm a child of God. And it was so cute because I had a cold. 
I'm, it's okay to say that I was cute, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a cold and I was sick. I am a child of God. <laughs> That's the first thing I remember. <laughs> okay. And thus begins a stunning career. Yeah. As the <laughs> yes. Well, tell me about your favorite part of Christmas. Okay. So I'm really, I'm pretty ridiculously sentimental. So it's all like the sitting by the fire with the hot cocoa and the puzzle and Christmas music playing in the background. And we go every year as a family to see the lights in, um, at Temple Square. Mm. And it's such a treat, especially since we've moved away, to come back to Utah every Christmas. It just puts us right in the Christmas spirit and real warm and fuzzy feeling inside, you know. Very nice, very nice. Well, we are going to, uh, and Temple Square is Really, it's one of the, the most visited tourist sites mm-hmm. in all of Utah and Salt Lake City with all mm-hmm. the lights. And and we have lots of snow this, this Christmas, so enjoy, enjoy. We are going to hear a duet now. This is a beautiful song. Uh, I first heard it sung by Amy Grant, Breath of Heaven, and it blends right into Mary Did You Know, which has been done by everyone from uh, Kenny Rogers and Donny Osmond and Winona Judd. And we are excited to hear the dire version of Both Breath of Heaven and Mary Did You Know, sung by Kendra Dyer and George Dyer. Hold me 
That's a medley of Breath of Heaven and Mary Did You Know. Boy, those fit together so well. I've never heard them put together. Performed live on Highway 89 by Kendra Dyer and her father, George Dyer. Clarice Dyer, thank you for the chance to speak to you. Glad to be here. And to, to uh, This must be so fun because to do this as a family, I'm, I'm just seeing you and, and, and George in the wings. There's... The, just this extra something when you watch your kids perform. It's always fun to watch parents. It is. It is. It's, it's <laughs> what makes this all worthwhile, I guess, to say all of the the hours of practice or everything that's, you know, accumulated up to this point and to see them go on beyond your expectation is really, it's really a dream. Well, we love having you here on Highway 89. And we have the whole Dyer family here except for one. So remind us who he is and what he's up to. Garrett. Garrett is At the end of his LDS mission, he will be home January 20th. We're not counting days or anything, but yeah, January 20th. Coming home from? Um, Mexico, uh, Monterey East Mexico mission. Well, what does that do? How do you adapt when you have someone say, by the way, I'll be gone for two years. Enjoy doing the show without me. 
It's well, just a changing cast all the time. They all sing and they all do. They all know how to perform. So whenever one was in school, we had a number that the other would do, and they just interchanged. So yeah. So when uh, when George gets uh, George Garrett gets back, he'll be singing an opera duet with me. No, I'm kidding. He'll be singing whatever he he told me in his last email. He says, "Now what am I singing?" I said, "I don't know." Okay. Well, we'll just see what happens when he gets home. So <laughs> whenever we do our show from year to year, it, the lineup does change, and if somebody's going to be in the show one day or gone another sometimes we're doing a different show from day to day depending on who's going to be there so that you're day. used to being adaptable i'm not but they are <laughs> <laughs> so too much pressure for how me. did you feel when george first said um hey i've got a great idea these kids can sing what if well, I'm not going to use uh, bad words over the air, but um, uh, he, it was kind of like I use this joke all the time. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies in, re in reverse. He's like, family, we're packing up. We're moving to Branson. Going to yeah, the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah, going to the Ozarks. And I was like, excuse me? You know, because it was not anything near or what I thought my life was going to be in direction uh -huh. to. But it has been a real blessing to our family, doing it together as a family and being there in the kind of the the area that you're at it's a real family oriented god and country just awesome to be able to raise your kids there and they've had opportunities that i don't think they would have had had we stayed here in utah especially with george traveling as much now he doesn't travel he's bringing the world to him or to our family well we were chatting beforehand and you talked about some of your the older kids in their own bands or their own careers and making their own recordings things that might not have happened exactly if you hadn't been there I think some of them might have gone on to do the music because that's, you know, passion. Mitchell definitely from even before we left to go to Branson, he had the dream of Kodiak Brigade and had even begun it before we even, is that correct English? Begun it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the Ozarks too long. <laughs> he had started that before we even went to Branson. But uh, Kendra, I don't think she would have gone the direction that she has. I mean, to go into vocal performance... I don't think that was even, she didn't even want to go on stage when we first got to Branson. George kind of had to prod her into a duet. And now, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, the family got there after the rest, after George and Kendra did. And so when we got there, it was like the George and Kendra show. There were people who liked Kendra over George. So she's just kind of taken that step into the same direction, you know, in her daddy's footsteps. And of course, Cassidy was born just like her daddy. I mean, it was, that apple does not fall far, far from the tree. So all of them have had this natural ability and now it's being focused and fine-tuned on stage together as we're kind of discovering as we go what everybody's able to do. Well, and you have a singing background as well. Yeah, I have. Uh, since I was a child, I've sung and performed in, in high school and did drama and theater. But Again, that's not something that I ever was going to go on to develop because George has already kind of, you know, mastered that, you know, m monopoly. So I, somebody had to stay home and raise the children while he traveled. So I never thought that that was ever going to be something that we'd all be joining on stage. We did perform for church activities and events yeah. and things like that, but nothing where I would be doing this for a living. No. <laughs> so it doesn't just stop when you head off stage because you're still running a family. Right, even right. Even if they are all performers. Yes, yes. And let me tell you, being married to a performer, having to perform a family, it's like twice the years of a normal marriage or family adds <laughs> <laughs> to your life. Great so you guys have been married like... <laughs> 50 years, you're yeah. you your golden yeah. anniversary any day Already. now. <laughs> so, yeah, there's not just that we perform and we go off stage. I mean, there's all sorts of intricacies that go on besides the business part. Kendra was running the show for a while. George, of course, goes on to do... Uh, 
mixers and, and doing little teasers for the show to get more people to come to the show. Yeah. There's marketing. There's all sorts of things that go on behind the, the scenes that you don't know. But, you know, as you see the show, you think, wow, that's great. You get to go home after you're done. Well, it doesn't quite work that way. And life still goes on as a family as well. Yep, absolutely. Well, tell me, uh, I heard about a, a, a tradition referred to earlier about going to uh, Christmas caroling. Yes. And this is your side of the family. My right side now. of the family. We'd always get together. I'm the youngest of eight. And uh, since I can remember, we'd pile in the station wagon, you know, with the bumper seat and everything, and pile in and go house to house, caroling those that couldn't get out or might be homebound. And we've continued that on with my extended, my brothers and sisters and their families. So whoever is visiting together, I think the Dyers are a big part of that because we're the performing family. So they're like, whoever, wherever the Dyers are, that's where the caroling continues on. <laughs> and so we still do it to this day. We go caroling on Christmas Eve and go see the, the, the Temple Square lights. And it's just been a real a fa a favorite memory growing up as well as continuing on in my own family. Well, we have been waiting, and I know that there are listeners who are thinking, are they ever going to just all sing together, please? And that moment has come. Because Christmas, uh, if you have a family like mine, uh, we all sat around the piano, and we pulled out, we had the same book we'd pull out and go through every year. Now, it did not sound like the Dyer family, but there were some very favorite songs, including... I, I'm almost embarrassed to say we had a really old songbook, How Much Is That Doggy in the Window, and Shake Me, I Rattle, Squeeze Me, I Cry, uh, that my sister used to sing, and then she would just break down and cry and have to leave the room about the little doll that didn't get purchased. You know, all those really meaningful Christmas songs. So we're going to hear one that really is a meaningful Christmas song. Here is the entire clan here on Franz Gruber's Silent Night.
Silent Night performed live on Highway 89. George and Clarice Dyer, three of their children, Kendra, Mitchell, and Cassidy. George, it's so great to hear everybody sing together. Isn't it, though? I love it. So after your Christmas shows, uh, when will you and the rest of the family be back on stage in Branson if people want to go see you guys? We open uh, March 22nd. Uh, I believe at a 2 p.m. show at the Mickey Gilly Theater back in Branson. Very nice. Well, I hope you love your new home there. We, you know, I performed there a few times as a guest artist on other shows and, and for other things. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm comfortable in it. I love it. It's, it's a wonderful theater. So you're not going to accidentally go walk into the wrong dressing room or the... No. Okay. okay, good, good. So you do so many styles in your show all year and in yeah. the Christmas show, everything from some pop Christmas to we're going to hear some more classical mm -hmm. Christmas. Does that surprise people who are thinking Branson, country music, and they show up and you're doing Nessun Dorma? Yeah, it, it, it totally blows them away when they come to the show. Uh, they, Because I try to, when I go out and, and I market it and, and with our, our online marketing and, and other advertisements that we have, and print and other media, uh, we, we give a show description, but still people don't really understand completely what they're going to get mm. when they when they come to the show, and they love it. As a matter of fact, um, it took me three full years before I actually started doing any real opera in the show. I do some adult, you know, classical uh -huh. stuff like Andrea Bocelli and Josh Groban, yeah. but never anything from an opera. And finally, I thought, what am I doing? This is what I do best. So I put in Nessun Dorma uh -huh. uh, four years ago. And since then, uh, people say, do more, do more. Two years ago, uh, we started doing a full segment of uh, five or six different uh, opera, shortened, of course, uh -huh. opera arias. And everyday people come up and say, I had no idea I would enjoy that this much. Uh, we were That was the one part of the show we were concerned in opera. But they love it and say, please never, ever take it out. And these guys <laughs> these guys have done, ma I mean, Kendra does the habanera from Carmen. Mm -hmm. Clarice does uh, the, the um, Queen of the Night aria from the Magic Flute, wow. which is, yeah. Yeah, way up high. Yeah, we had a guy from Marcus go, I like that hiccup song. You know? <laughs> Right, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but, but yeah, it's fun. That. Yeah, and, and they're they're just yeah. It's it's it surprised me a little bit just how good that, that my wife and the kids have have gone grown into the the opera part of so it. So I'm thinking when you're actually in the opera, sometimes yeah. you get half an act. You can sit off stage and rest, and before you yeah, come on no. and do the heroic yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. But you're talking about putting several of those together in yeah. one section. Mm -hmm. That's an athletic event. It is. It is. It's about ten minutes. Uh, the whole segment's only about. 10 minutes long we do uh five different uh, numbers and they're all just they're all shortened so they're anywhere uh -huh. from a, a minute and a half to two minutes each uh with a setup in between and uh and they're all great like uh of course the nestle dorma we end mm -hmm. the segment with but uh, i mentioned the queen of the nights aria uh we do the flower duet from lakme which is just gorgeous yes um vesti la juba from i Pagliacci, the crying clown song you know the ridi Pagliaccio. keep uh, going keep and, going uh, <laughs> and then the la donna immobile, quale più. We started with that one. So these are all songs that people know and they recognize. Yep. And, and they don't even realize it. And I tell people that all the time. You don't realize how much in uh, uh, opera is in pop culture. You've, you've heard it in movies, commercials, you know. No more Rice Krispies. I have no more Rice Krispies. You remember that as, as a kid? I do, you remember but I'm still Krispies? bringing a tear to my eye. I know. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I run out, I, I do. I cry. <laughs> so, What a, is it like when you have to, I mean, in some ways, to, like for a soprano to do the Queen of the Night from Mozart yeah. or... or, or uh, 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 something like right. that, where you, you have to hit kind of the highest notes that 
anyone has ever written for people to sing consistently on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you ever get up in the morning and feel a weight on your chest like, later today, I have yeah. to sing yeah. a high C. And I got to tell you, during uh, the Christmas shows, we were at, t- at 10 a.m. So I was doing a morning show. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I was up at like uh, six o'clock, sometimes earlier five, and I'd go to the gym and work out and get my body awake. And, <laughs> and yeah, and sometimes you, you just go, all right, I'm opening my mouth. I hope something good comes out because <laughs> you're never sure. You know, when you go to hit those high notes, you just do what you've been taught to do and hope that it's okay. Yes, I'm supporting there. Yeah. George, thank you. This is so fun to, to hear everybody together. I want to ask, uh, uh, Christmas obviously is about... It, it, it's a time for families, people mm-hmm. to get together, and it's neat that you get to do it as a family Christmas show. Of course, families come to see your show. Um, this final number uh, is actually a pair of numbers that I'm so excited. These are beautiful yeah. numbers. If you talk about choosing these. Mm-hmm. You bet. You know, similar in the same vein of uh, of the Breath of Heaven, Mary, did you know? You know, we were... Uh, Kendra had been doing Breath of Heaven, and I was gonna. People had been asking me to do uh, Mary. Did you know? Uh, so I decided that we'd do it, and and we we realized they're in the same key, and and they just kind of it, there's just this beautiful blend. And there's that same minor mode. Yeah, it, it is, and 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 the message, you know, because you know it's the angel Gabriel, you know, this is how we portray it in our show. You know, he's a, you know he's speaking, singing this to Mary, and it's just it's a very powerful scene because when we sing. Uh, in our in our show, and I think this was what makes our show as, as popular as it is, is that we we truly try to bring each song uh, to life through some type of a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with, through our costuming and and our stage craft, our acting, mm-hmm. our interacting with each other and with the audience. Um, and so when um, I, I, Ave Maria, great. And of course, it's two different versions. Uh, but uh, and uh, All Holy Night for me is the Christmas song. I mean, mm-hmm. that in that song, it embodies the true meaning of what Christmas is all about. The message of Christmas is that, you know, we we love, you know, Christ came, but... You know, if we just celebrate his birth, we're missing the whole point of Christmas. And that is that he came with a message, a message to treat each other good, to, 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 to love each other as he loved us. That was his main message. And, uh, and that's what these two songs are, you know, praising, you know, the, the birth of Christ, you know, through the Virgin Mary, and then praising Christ and, and remembering his mission and his message, and and remembering that at Christmas time, and and those two, it, it, they just kind of once again just kind of happen. We receive, I guess you could say, it's inspiration as we're putting our show together. We go, hey, what do you think about? And then we flesh yeah. it out, and we go, these two together. Nah, that's not gonna work. Or oh my gosh, this is genius, or it's perfect. So uh, that's how uh, those two numbers and others have have come about. And this one, and we end our Christmas show with this because it really is for me. You know, we want to entertain people, but it's more about touching their hearts and, and getting them, you know, into the true Christmas spirit and letting them really feel that. Well, I want to hear this. So far, I'm voting for genius on this idea. <laughs> Ave Maria together with Charles Gounod's Oh Holy Night.
Gospel is peace. 
shall he break for the slave is our brother and in his name all oppression shall cease sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we let all within us praise his holy name christ is the lord oh praise his name forever his power and George Dyer with a medley of Ave Maria and O Holy Night on Highway 89. What a great reminder that your body can actually be an instrument. You've been listening to a Dyer Family Christmas from Branson, Missouri, right here in BYU Broadcasting Studio 6. You can find the Dyers online at georgedyer.com or their Facebook page, The George Dyer Show. Special thanks to Larry G. for accompanying George Dyer, you and the whole family, we're so grateful you came to make our season merry and bright. Don't forget, we love to hear from you, our listeners. Please send your comments, your questions via email to highway89 at byu.edu. Our Instagram and Twitter feed is at byuh89. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistant is Abby Horlocker, and the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.